The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. Can you not wave until I introduce you? I do. I try to wave like Please just before you. you. Yeah. It's like just before it happens. I try to reel people in, you know. Boom. Oh, is that? Try to hit works? it right when you say the barbecue broker. The I come, barbecue broker. Come over with the wave. Okay, I like it. What's like up, it? dude? None. How you doing? Mm. How's uh? How's everything at the house? Real quick. Ah, uh, we talk about that on the air. My God, I'm just asking. Real, I'm just. I'm not even asking you to tell talk about it on the air. I'm just simply asking. All right, fine. So I got a hundred gallons of water poured into my basement. What? My brand new, <gasps> newly finished, like a month and a half ago basement had a hundred gallons of water just get pumped, literally pumped into my basement because the sump pump hose fell inside because all the weight no. of it of the ho- it was must have been too far inside or whatever and just. It's just phew, right down in, it literally pumped for five hours water in wow. while we're sleeping in, into our basement. <gasps> I had, uh, I had big, you know, uh, surgical protectors just floating in water. Like it was an inch and a half from my PlayStation. It was, yeah. Oof. We would have had. Oof, the PlayStation. We, I would not have come in this week if my PlayStation <laughs> got ruined. Okay. I <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> But I uh, shop vacked, uh, you know, five or six uh, 14-gallon shop vacs out of it and have some turbine f- airs. Yeah, because I, so. I call him to, to what a, what a, what a downer have a that conversation was. with him yesterday afternoon, and he was none <laughs> too happy when I called. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right, so you're coming along there. Yeah, yeah. It was... It was, it was it, it, We'll we'll get through it. Everything's almost dry, so it looks. If you if nothing if, got ru- ruined, so that's the good news. If except you for want, my, I know someone who uh, installs French drains. <sighs> Mrs. Mag in, in, installed the French drain all the way around the house this past week. Say no, it's not you. And it worked hmm. beautifully. Oh hell no! I'll enlist her services. I know. I'll, I'll hook you up. I know her personally. I'll. I'll I'll make. I'll get it done. And then, so, the, and then the gym this morning almost killed someone. But that's a whole, different, a whole story. different story. Stop banging the shit. Around. I like that. You know. You know what I do. I want to eat them right away. But anyway, let's get into it because we have an awesome guest today. So today so, is brought to you by. Today's brought to you by Uncle Steve's Shake. Hey, you ever wonder why no one's coming to your barbecue, but your neighbor lights up and there's a line to get into his yard? That's because your uncle's using your uncle. Your neighbor's using Uncle Steve's Shake. <laughs> Yeah, and Uncle Steve's using Uncle Steve's shake, and you apparently aren't, which means one thing, Chrissy. You better get you some. You do, you do have to get you some. Uncle Steve's shake is handmade, uses only the finest ingredients, and comes in over 10 amazing flavors right here. If you can eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it, and Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. If you guys have any shake questions, he'll answer them all for you because he's that Awesome. So it's time to take your backyard game to the next level. Uncle Steve's Shake. Shake some on everything, Johnny. Today's episode also brought to you by 
Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether we are barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today we are smoking the La Giana Limited Robusto. Mm. Angelic. Angelic. Oh, yes, angelic. Is that that's the, the new, name? new. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Mm-hmm. Just go to the number two, guyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Also brought to you by Backline Smokers in Austin, Texas. Mr. Ryan Newland putting out some of the most unbelievable custom-made smokers and live fire devices that you're ever going to lay your eyes on. This guy, everything that he, every square inch he fabricates himself doesn't go down an assembly line and get touched by a million different people. Ryan actually takes the time, gets to know you, incorporates things from your conversation that you don't even realize are happening, and he puts them into the smoker, and he puts that love into every square inch himself. No two pits look the same, and um, it's just the the possibilities are absolutely endless. Check out Ryan Newland, Backline Smokers, Backline Fabrication, Austin, Texas, and uh, BacklineFabrication.com. Also, we have a new family member brought to you by CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, our brother Ian Hemming making U.S. made in the U.S.A. product. Mm-hmm. Everything out of here, right? Coming out of Magnolia, Texas. These cutting boards are the last cutting boards you'll ever need to buy. And that brisket they board. They are oh. the... The dishwasher board, counter board, brisket board, and the uh, soon-to-be-released pizza, pizza board. board. And these are, I don't know what material, but they are made to last. Like you said, last cutting board you'll last ever need. Last cutting that board you ever need. That's it. And come with multiple colors, styles, engraving Personalization available. Personalization engravings, yep. But yeah, check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That's the letter R, us.com. You got it. And tell them we sent you. We sent you. So let's get down to it. I am so excited. I yep. have been following this gentleman for a few years now, especially on YouTube and different podcasts. He is a uh, uh, guest on and everything online of rubs and and incredible stuff ladies and gentlemen from Hernando Mississippi the one and only Mr. Mark Williams Mark how are you what's up brother doing good how are y'all excellent fantastic fantastic how's everything how's the weather down there today uh, about 105 and 100% humidity, you know, great weather. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the humidness down there like we do up here. Oh, we've had four, 12 days of rain this month. I, I feel your pain. We've <laughs> we've rained for about five days in a row, and it's killing us. Oh, it's, it just brings you down, and you got to, you, you know, you got to set up a uh, umbrella tent next to the pit, and yeah. No, Pretty I'm typical. a fat guy. I just I sweat enough. I don't need any help for the, my shirt sticking to me enough mm-hmm. as it is. I don't need the rain to help. I feel the me. same way, you know. <laughs> but Mark, thank you for taking some time out to join us. I appreciate it. I was so excited when we spoke uh, last week, and you said, "Yeah, I absolutely love to come on." So, for anybody who doesn't know 
Mark Williams in Swine Life Barbecue. The floor is yours. How'd you get your start and all that? So I've always had a passion about cooking, even when I was a kid. You know, that was one thing that, I don't know, just something different about it. It it caught my attention at a young age and never really took it serious. And my dad got ready to retire, and he bought an old hickory rotisserie to kind of retire on, cook for ball teams, stuff like that. And then, of course, Pitmasters hit the TV networks, and everybody was a comp cook by then, you know? Yeah. Yep. I was like, I was like, heck, if these guys can do it, I know I can, you know? So we started doing a little backyard contest and competing, and loved it. And we're doing really well. And I was like, you know, it's time to go to KCBS. You know, we're going to show these guys what's up. We're going to go cook. We're going to get our first grand champion right out the gate. Man, got our, got our teeth kicked in. But, I mean <laughs> – that's part of it. You know, everybody comes in cocky and you have to learn and you realize there's a lot more to it than what you think. And kind of went along there and, you know, chased a few contests, started cooking in 2013, pretty hot and heavy. Um, that's how I met Malcolm. Um, took his class and, you know, really, I guess, gained 10 years of knowledge in a weekend, you know, and that was, I don't know that I could have kept getting my butt kicked every weekend like we were, you know, so you yeah. needed something to kind of give you a leg up. And, Come real good friends with him, and I know a ton of people out there know Malcolm and Shell, and they're they're some of the best people you ever meet. And they're going to push you, you know. If they see you have a passion about it and have a talent, they're going to push you and make you strive and make you grow with your own, you know, your own hobby or your own, you know, whatever you like. And so they kept pushing, and one thing led to another, and we come out with a rub, and you know, it's just it, I never looked back. And I recently started working for them full time. I guess it'll be a year ago next month, and oh, nice, it's been a blast. So okay. yeah. You know, because uh, like I said, I've, I've been following you for a while, and but then I had heard you on their podcast, and, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So you got a little of the more in depth than uh, you know you'd get on, um, you know, on a YouTube video or yeah. the social media aspect of it, which which is great. And you know, I'm like, oh, I go, you know, I've ha- I got a list here. Of, of of people and I'm like okay 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 oh Mark let's get my, let's let's give it a shot see if see if we get an answer yeah you know and obviously you were nice enough to respond back I, so I thank appreciate you. it so now the, the the so you started originally as a barbecue team mm-hmm. yes yeah, so me and my brother and then mm-hmm. eventually my wife come on board uh, it, we made it to the Jack in 2015, and she never really understood the whole competition cooking. She thought it was the biggest waste of money ever. And then when she got to walk down front Sounds of the Jack, she was hooked to the end. So yeah. it was, she tore loose on it then. She loved it. So that was a good thing. What do you guys, uh, so what do you, what's your preferred vessel when you were at the, like when you were smoking on back then? So back then <clears> we were cooking on old hickories. Uh, we had a old hickory ASMM on our comp trailer. We cooked on. And that's um, all. That's all. That's no gas because you can't no use gas, gas on straight ACBS. charcoal. Correct. So that's um, straight charcoal. It does charcoal. have the convection fans. It does have you know the thermostatic control to kind of help regulate the fire and stuff you can, like that. And that's it takes fine. A you lot you of, could use that yeah. stuff, right? Just like the tr- like the pellets have or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. takes a lot of the guesswork out. You you focus on the cook more than you do the pit. So you let the pit do its thing, and you really dial in the recipe. Um, does the model does that model have a gas assist charcoal no, gas assist? Okay, it's good. Straight charcoal. You have to have the street. You can't even have that. Can you let him answer the question? No, no, because <laughs> I'm saying I heard you can't even have that built in to your to your system, right? Like, so 
you can, like they do make a CTO that mm-hmm. has gas assist and you have what they call a comp switch where you have to have that off. And we have cooked, we've cooked Memphis and May on those before. And basically you just, you flip the comp switch, turn it to no gas and set the bottle away okay. and you're good. I mean, okay. most everybody's pretty honest when it comes to that. Got it. Good. That's important. I was hearing things during the. Yes, did you my first ca- stepping on toes. Did my first KCBS recently, so I know that was a, some someone was talking stuff about using gas and. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing, so I, I just want to make sure you didn't because I, I didn't know because I, I I heard you could even have it in the vessel, so I was like, that's why I just asked. But that's good that you could have it. You disconnect the tank, but boom, good done. Good you to know. go. Yeah. So good, I, good to go. you know, I I know you cook KCBS, uh, MBN, which Memphis Barbecue Network, uh, SCA. Uh, is there any others in your area down there that I might be missing? That's really about it. Um, we have. I've just now. I mean, we used to do Memphis and May. Where well, I still do Memphis and May with Malcolm every year. And here a couple of years ago, we started venturing out doing some MBNs, and I've only done a handful of them. Um, we're getting ready to go to Galax, Virginia next weekend. Uh, we're going to cook the MBN and KCBS and probably cook the SEA Friday night while we're in town. So, Now, we, well, um, what's the name of that event? Smoke on the Mountain. Is, mm. is that the one with the uh, – The fiddles. The, the fiddles and the banjo is yes, the brand. that is it. That is – I might I, have to buy one, but I'm coming home with something. <laughs> we might have to stop at the local st- tourist stop, but I'm getting something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, whenever I heard that, that, you know – because you're looking at following the different – events and the uh the trophies are getting pretty cool these days yeah you know they're, they're really thinking outside the box instead of just you know your standard you know you know plastic with the, with the gold guy or a pig or a cow on top they, they're getting really mm-hmm. interesting and then whenever i heard that they give the fiddles and you got a banjo for grand champion i'm like now that is that's pretty cool that's outside the box thinking right there that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. neat we uh we cooked a contest years ago that was down in Brandon, Mississippi, and their big thing was it was all Civil War replica weapons. Oh. So, like, like Grand Champion, I think, I can't remember if it was a revolver, like an old Civil War revolver, and then one of them was an old Civil War sword. And then, like, all your, like, chicken, ribs, all your other categories, like, first through, I think, fourth, was these little bitty miniature replica cannons. Oh. And I... Like my dad, you know, he got into cooking with us and he just enjoyed going along meeting people. And he's like, I really want a cannon. So we lucky we got fourth and pork. We got us a cannon. I was like, hey, we're set. You know, (laughs) I don't have that trophy. Daddy does. Oh, for sure. That's awesome. That's cool. See, that, that, that's the other thing with barbecue in general. You get these memories. Mm. You build, you know, actually, you don't get it. You build these memories. You make them yourselves and you can always go back and look on, you know, like that. I remember we had, <clears throat> we had spoke with Robbie Royal from Rescue Smokers mm-hmm. uh, before and, you know, the, the way he would have his re- memories, especially with his father, you know, c- um, cooking the big pig jig. Right, you know, and it's just those memories yeah. are from what we love to do as barbecuers. And I'm wondering where that'll go today, because I know you, as well as myself, always try to include our our kids in when we're cooking, whether it's in the prep or tending the fire or just hanging out all night and just going through the process. I wonder how that'll translate them. Will it translate to them wanting to do it? Will it translate to them not? Oh, we'll see. I, I, 
I don't I, know. I say yes because I my mom was a big mine cook. Ha, mine, mine actually has with my son JJ. You know, I started a YouTube channel, Mark, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, yeah. and we were at the last Fourth of July, and I would I thought it was absolutely would be hilarious to do a hot dog cook, hot dog cook off between me and my son. Remember that? <laughs> so we set up we set up my Weber and his little Weber and. We're going back and forth, and of course, I set up the vortex in the middle. I'm cooking directly over the vortex. I'm setting this up for a loss, but you're preparing on the video like I'm an absolute expert, and there's no way I'm losing to a 10-year-old. He's like, whatever. He's just doing his thing. Halfway through, I, I got a nice color on it. Real obviously with the vortex got that color real quick. Real quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> I did the hey look a squirrel and I switched the hot dogs. So you know and I just absolutely took the one he and he's like oh I go no yours looks pretty good and I absolutely just let it sit there on the vortex and absolutely chot it straight through and then put up a stink when my wife and my daughter were the uh, the judges and so every, we we had some friends up last week he goes yeah well. Hey, do you do you help your dad cook? Yeah, he can't cook a hot dog to save his <laughs> life, though. It's like he won't forget it, and that's all. Awesome. That was the absolute. Um, that was the bullseye of what yeah. I wanted to get that's out great. of that one moment. That's now, awesome. do you have uh, do you have children of your own? No, sir, I don't. Um, oh. I, I I raise everybody else's kids. No, I, I spend a lot of time with my nieces and nephews yeah. and. Yeah. Um, my nephews really, really enjoyed cooking. He got passionate about it. And I That's guess cool. it was I guess last winter, we have a little local rib shootout here. A buddy of mine has it as a hunting camp, and it's ribs, chicken wings, and usually ribeyes or fillets. Nice. And all the meat's provided. You just walk up, draw a number, whatever number you got, you go pick that cooler up. And, okay. Uh, That's he fun. wanted to cook it. So I was like, heck, you know, cook it. You can borrow my stick burner. And believe it or not, he runs a stick burner pretty well. And uh, so we got out there, and I kind of helped him get the fire started, and I let him go. And he didn't – darn if he didn't pull off a grand champion on his own. And, I mean, there was 15 teams that were legit, like, comp teams. Oh, wow. He nailed it. The only thing I'd done for him is cut his ribs because he, he wasn't real sure about cutting his ribs. We cut his they ribs. They get tricky, those box. things, you know, depending and on if they're rights or lefts. That's a, awesome. He's done great. So That's so uh, cool. I definitely think it's something that the kids will remember. Um Good. There's a ton of teams out there. I know a good buddy of mine that really the only time he sees his brother is when he's competing. Um, they don't, you know, they live kind of far apart and they make sure to schedule contests halfway between them. And that's his brother time. And that's what it's all about. You know, it's not about winning trophies. I mean, don't right. get me wrong. I love bringing a paycheck home, but it's, uh, you know, it's about the good times and fellowship for sure. 100%. Nice. nice. I agree with that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. so, they were so welcoming. You know, I had, we had people come over to us. You know, it was just hanging out, and they're like, hey, you guys are the new guys. <laughs> you know, we we're like, yeah, how'd you know? We're like, oh, we know. There's four of you. This, this, in other words, there's four teams. She's like, there's four teams. I've already been, I've already said hello to the others. And uh, so people coming over and, you know, just like doing shots with us and yep, yep. trying to throw us off our game if I didn't know any better with all the, all the, <laughs> all the beverages that were being offered, you know, <laughs> especially the next day. They're like, I'm like, guys, we're supposed to be like, like we went there, of course, we're the only ones that showed up at the comp with nothing pre-trimmed, 
You know, <laughs> I so remember those days. we didn't preach him anything. We didn't get the meat until, uh, you know, that morning, uh, except for the brisket and the pork butt, but we didn't get the, like the chicken or anything until that morning. So we, we were doing everything the night before, like everything, separating yeah. the brisket and just. Yeah, right. It's work then. It's yeah. not a good time. It's work. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. What's but up, Crawdaddy? We got C Mac. What's up, brother Randy? What's happening, Kevin? Joe. Eric, brother Eric. Alan Ryan. Juke, what's happening? Dutch. Kyle, brother. What's up? Gray. All the boys are Lep. up today. All the boys. All the boys are up. Uncle on. Steve, right there. What's up, there Uncle? Hi, Uncle Steve. Joe. <laughs> Joe. So, so, Mark, actually, Joe. Brings up a funny thing. It's uh, you know got to cook ribs good at seven uh, seven ninety nine a pound. How are the prices meat wise down with you? Because yeah. I went to our local shop on Saturday because I was having up some friends over on Sunday, just just picking up some stuff, and I would go. Oh, let me think. Let me maybe a rack of ribs. <laughs> I picked up the rack and I took a picture and put it on social media. Yeah. The cheapest one I could find was $31 for a slab of baby backs. That's it crazy. was $7.99. One slab. A one slab. I go, I'm not cooking ribs. I could have <laughs> went to the went to the brisket. They had choice biscuits at 70 bucks. So 70 seemed like a steal. How much per pound were those? I didn't even I didn't look. I just saw the price on that. I mean, Costco used to be $329, $349 for a prime full packer. And now they're at the five ninety nine. Right, they're, Hi, uh, it's it's getting a little steep around here. It's not quite just terrible. I mean, it definitely could be worse. But I think at our local Sam's, a uh, three pack of ribs was forty five or fifty bucks. And when they're usually like thirty, thirty, you know, thirty two, yeah, yeah. And um, that's a Costco I mean, prices. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hit or miss. You know, some days we'll go in there. Like here, a couple of weeks ago, we done a little comedy show here at the shop, and we bought two prime. Whole ribeyes, and uh, I like to have fell out. I think it was three hundred and fifty dollars a piece, what they were, and it was just like, oh my god, when you could have got that two months ago for one hundred and fifty bucks, you know, yeah, right? But you go back this week, and I think I want to say Sam's is running a sale right now. Ribeyes like twelve ninety nine a pound, which they used to do seven ninety nine, but twelve ninety nine is cheap as crap now. You now know? it so, is. Jesus, for sure. I mean, isn't that wild? It, it is. is what it is. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. You just got to suck it up and go, you know? I mean, yeah. I just try not to look. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Then, but then I found it I found it real funny that, you know, chicken wings huh. if you are, find them. are through the roof. If you can, if find you can them. even find them. National chicken wing shortage. That. But, yeah, shortage. Okay? National chicken wing shortage National is chicken. what I was told. So the prices of wings are, By the butcher. are through the roof. But yet I found chicken quarters, three-pack chicken quarters. And they were monsters for seventy nine cents a pound. I'm like, yep. how can you? I got the that whole chicken, chicken had board. wings on it too. You know, I know that it's, chicken had wings. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I took every pack. Yeah, I got more chicken <laughs> quarters in the in the in the freezer right now. But I couldn't believe. It. I go, how do you get the quarters for seventy nine cents a pound? But you're at you know five ninety nine a pound for the wings. It's like, okay, yeah. whatever. I'll cook I'm quarters. on day three right now. I'll, or day, excuse me, day four. So we tried to get delivery chicken wings at the house Saturday. Uh, they screwed up and gave my wife wings, which that's what she ordered, and they gave me chicken tenders. So I was hot about that. <laughs> you ever smoke so a chicken then, tender? 
No, no, no. This was like already fried, ready to go. Oh, like, it was to go to go order. We got oh, okay. in late Saturday. I was like, wings sound good. That's what I oh, want. Got it. Got it. Had, had my mindset. So Monday, got up here to work because I was still craving wings. I said, "Well, I'm gonna order wings from a local place here in town." They call, "Hey, we don't have wings," and I'm like, "Okay." I was like, "Just okay. I'll. I'll that's fine." Today, I order wings from our local wing shop, like our wing place in Hernando. Put it, put the order in, use a bike squad, which is like a delivery service we have around here. They call me 20 minutes later, say the wing place did not respond to the order. They walk into the wings place. Nobody was there. They had to cancel my order again. So I'm on day four of not having wings. I'm about to lose it. Ooh. Oh, I feel the pain. So I feel the pain. I was in Stop and Shop randomly the other day, and I came across just three – they had three random family packs of of wings, party wings. Just and the long sleeve, yeah. The long sleeve. There's just three of them. I was like this. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I did. Right to the freezer. That's I was like, what, that's what whoop, I did with the boom. with the with the chicken quarters. I was like, what are these things? Just I left with eight here. packs of chicken quarters. Because I, I just asked the the butcher, I was like, you got any wings? He's like out. It came from Market Basket. They were like, out. But the guy said they were out, and then I walked by. I was like, does he even know about these? Don't tell him. <laughs> I just took him. I was like, whatever. Yeah, but that stinks. Hopefully that'll change real soon, as well as the prices of beef. That's right. All right, Mark. Mm, well, I've been waiting. Let's get into these. The brass tacks. Now, I've talked to different people who have come out with their own line of seasoning, and I'm getting very mixed answers sometimes of, oh, I absolutely love it. We, we got, you know, I do it for fun. And other guys, it's like, it's the worst thing I ever thought about. <laughs> so What it's, made it's, you get into making your own seasonings? So the Mississippi Grind, we used to make it in my kitchen back in 2015, I guess. And it was our pork and rib rub uh, done really well. And it just got to the point to where, you know, if we were to keep pursuing this dream, that was kind of the next step. Um, So we met with the co-packer, sent him the recipe, sent him a sample. And it took us about seven months from start to we actually had that shaker in our hand. Um, And now that I know the process, it's not nearly as bad. I mean, we can we can turn a rub out if we have the recipe and know what we want to do. We can turn one out in a couple of months, pretty easy. Um, but I mean, it's it's a process. Um, we're used to measuring by you know a cup of this, a cup of that, a half a cup of this. Yeah, and yeah. The co-packers not that way. You know, they it's are they got percentages. So oh, that's yeah. the biggest thing. So we had to convert everything from that to ounces to percentages. And people don't realize, like, hey, well, it's a little salty. I need to take salt out. Well, that's fine, but you got to replace that two percent of salt that you pulled out with something. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So it's definitely an art to it. It's, um, it's, it's really good. Things, you got to be patient. Um, it definitely is salty. Like it has that salt punch to it, but it gets to a nice sweetness on the back. But end it's even, it. you know what it is. And you got that, um, that sugar in the raw. Is that what's in there? That is, it's a uh, granulated honey. So you have granulated honey in there as well. Mm-hmm. And sugar in the raw. No, just granulated honey. Oh, oh, granulated honey. Okay. so those- And that's another shortage, if you didn't know. <laughs> um, yes, because I've actually been making some rubs with it recently, and it's been tough to get. But, I mean, it's, it's good. we've enjoyed it. Um, 
the grind was kind of a rub we come up with. We wanted something kind of middle of the road that is, you know, more of a savory barbecue rub, but is complimentary to, you know, whatever you can pair it, whatever rub you want. Chris yeah. Because uh, my wife had bought me, um, I don't know what it was this year, maybe two years ago. She had, a, a, oh, shit. she went nuts a little on, too much. So you got on uh, Malcolm's web app page yeah. on the app. And so, I, you know, again, you know, all his entire line, a couple of heats, but just then I had got the, got the grind. And when I had tried it, I'm like, oh my God. You know, did it with, you know, uh, ribs and she, oddly enough, I don't, I don't want to say it, but there's a specific meat that's about yay big that you're not having good luck with <laughs> that I always try new rubs with. Cause it's, cause it's, you can get a pack and try multiple rubs on, you right. know, break it up. And the flavor That's and the great. color you get from the grind, Christy, like it? It's just mm-hmm. some in Christy's hands. What do you think? That's beautiful. Yeah, I beautiful. bet it puts a nice oh color. God. Looks like oh, it puts a nice color, color on, the, on the ribs. I yeah. like that sweet it, hit too. It, it goes on kick. a lighter shade of red than most rubs, but mm-hmm. once it's cooked, it gradually it puts on the color. It's it's not going to get dark on you. It's not going to burn because there's not a ton of sugar in it. So, is it a reapply type rub? I've never have. I put basically on. Because it's got a lot of salt, and, right? So yeah, yeah. It uh to me it doesn't get salty, but my thing is I don't I can't taste salt. Uh, salt is my I love it. So it I got to be careful when we're doing stuff like this because I will I'll knock mm-hmm. somebody down with some salt, and mm-hmm. so I have to kind of be easy with that. But. <laughs> the perfect competition cook right there, salt. <laughs> Just I love it. Salt, salt, salt. That's all. Phosphates, phosphates, inject, inject, inject. MSG, give me some more. Cooking for the judges, not cooking for yourself, usually type of stuff, right? Um, And then you got the the uh, Mississippi grind. Grind, yep. Mm -hmm. So what led to the Mississippi grit, which is your really SPG, all-purpose? Yeah. Uh, you can't have a barbecue rub without having somebody, you know, something to pair with it. You know, that one rub gets lonely sitting on the shelf, so you got to give them something to kind of have a partner with. I definitely like a good all-purpose. Uh, we did back off on the salt. Now it is an MSG rub. Um, I'm not scared of it. It's to me, MSG is your friend. You know, yeah, it, it enhances friend. so much that you're missing out on that you really don't. You know, notice John. flavors that aren't there that are with MSG. Like what, um, for example? Tell us, because I don't. So I'm not really um, knowledgeable on using or really experienced using MSG. Um, my only from growing up. My mother would not like Chinese food because she's, you get Chinese food has a lot of MSG in it. That's the only thing I know so about good. MSG. So what is <laughs> it? It's a salt. Like what is it exactly? It's a salt, I don't right? know the actual makeup of it. Yeah. Uh, one of the big things that helps with flavor is the MSG makes your mouth water. So mm. therefore, it causes whatever you're eating for that flavor to spread across your entire tongue, basically. Really. Uh, so you pick up on more flavors that you normally would. Um, it's a flavor enhancer. Is, is it a powder? Is it? A, it's powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks some. just like salt. Yeah. I mean, some of them are okay. real, real fine. Uh, some of the real like, like Chinese MSGs almost looks like fiberglass. Like it's it's oh, like wow. little mini pieces of rice almost. Like it's it's crazy. Wow. Uh, so like I think it's <laughs> called Aziamoto or I can't think what it is. I think that's what it is. But it's a tenderizer. Um, it okay. definitely brings out the natural flavors. Okay. And it it causes your mouth to salivate. So a lot of times in state contests, that's what we sprinkle on at the end is straight MSG before it goes in the box. That way they have no they have no 
no choice but to like. It is it. not like, a bland yeah. steak, no matter what no. you say. You could like any other flavor, not like the other flavors, but it is not bland. MSG oh. right on there, huh? Wow. That's the reason Doritos are so good. They're covered in it. Just yeah. covered oh, in yeah. it, right? No, I. And you love some. You love a good red bag. <laughs> red bag. Oh, the, 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 the family size is is a you're single red, serving. But you're a red bag guy, right? You know, I don't. I don't play when it comes to Doritos. You're not a blue Maybe bag either. guy. You're Whole a re- bag gone. Red bag or blue bag? Either. Both. We don't do the blue ones in Australia. So, so it's original. At talking. home was no. At home, red spicy is spicy nacho would probably nacho. be the. Yeah, but the blue, what's that, the ranch here? That's mm-hmm. Cool ranch. That's I'm a blue really bag guy. You're a yeah, cool he's a blue bagger. Awesome. That's I okay. Love, I love the ranch. I, I, ju- mm-hmm. oh, I could go either way. They're just so damn good either way. I, I wouldn't complain if you brought either one out of the party. either. I'll even dip it in the uh, cheese sauce. Crush them up, put them on wings. I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Cool ranch wings are pretty good. Wow. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to try that one. We should make that one of the wings where we do the uh, hot sauce. Wing thing. No, you gotta go play. No, you gotta go play. Come on. Come on. The last one has to be like covered with Doritos and shit. Are y'all doing the hot ones wings challenge too? We were thinking about doing an episode where we both interviewed somebody and tried to get through it. At Bass Pro Shop, (laughs) um, they had uh, a combo pack called the the Book of Pleasure (laughs) and Pain, Mm -hmm. and it has twelve like one ounce bottles samplers, Mm -hmm. and you go through the whole thing. I had done it with with my wife one night. And she got through it, and I was, it was a very proud moment because I love my hot sauces. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about doing it the other day, and uh, we're going to try to do something on the show with it because we do, we do the occasional eating challenge on the show. You know, we've done roast beef sandwiches, five pound burritos. Eggnog chugs. Uh, eggnog chugs. Oh, you know, oh, get out on that. Silly stuff. Silly stuff. Makes me vomit. Just want to vomit. Just think yes, about the eggnog. I'm with you. I'm like, eggnog is the worst drink ever. Dude, and it wasn't even as much as they usually do with him and his lap. The previous. original one I did was a half a gallon. Oh, and we God. only did a quart. So you got nothing to cry Oh, it was a quart of cement. <laughs> Cottage like cheese and cement. Nice. So these are the Nails. two rubs you have, and when we were before we went live, you uh, you showed us a little something you got in the works. So yeah, what you got over we here? We got this one here. Oh. That's the one. Ooh. It's our prime beef. Um, it's a twist on the grit. Uh, we had the grit. Uh, we had a ton of people reach out and said they want a grit, but they want it spicy. They wanted a hot oh. version. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was like, all right, you know, we'll toy with that. So we got to the kitchen, got to mixing up stuff, and. We kind of ran a prototype roof from the co-packer, and it was exactly what it was. It was a, sp- a spicy grit, um, and it was good, but it was missing something. Uh, it just it would go flat. You tasted salt, and you tasted heat, but you really didn't pick up the garlic and everything like you do with the grit. So we reached out to our co-packer, and he sent us a bunch of samples of different things that would make a rub more savory and bring out more flavor. So when I'd done that... There was no choice. We always do, when we test rub, we either test on a pork tenderloin or chicken breast. Something very, very neutral so you can taste it. We'd done chicken breast, and it was horrible. It oh. made the chicken breast taste like steak. Oh. Uh, weirdly taste like steak. Oh, that's kind of okay. cool. Oh, not cool. So, not in a cool so way. Not not in a cool way. Like, okay. I took a bite, and I was like, this is this is off. And oh, uh, no. we got to toying with it. Well, it's got dehydrated mushroom, umami powder, uh three or four different mushroom powders in the prime beef, and it literally is dedicated for beef. Um, 
I got a couple teams up north that's running on briskets as a finishing rub and doing really well. Um, we cooked beef and exotic Memphis and May with it and had perfect scores and taste on both of them. Um, it is a very umami flavor. Um, I was just going to say a, that from the mushroom, yeah. Yeah, that earthy. the mushroom powder, it definitely it, it changed this rub. And really? It does still have the heat like a spicy grit would, but it has all those beef notes, and it's to die for. I mean, it's probably it's, – of all the three rubs we come up with, this is my favorite. Now, if so. you eat enough, if you eat enough of the mushroom rub, no, no, okay. no. I got straight <laughs> mushroom powder back here. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if you were to drink all of the mushroom powder, wrong kind. Okay, wrong kind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's not the right rub for me. So, um, <laughs> if, no, I'm just kidding. That is, sounds amazing. Is dude. there a release date set for that rub yet, Mark? So. It was ran at the co-packer yesterday. I picked up my sample cases today. I'm going to work on getting it on the website this week. Hopefully, it will go live first of the week next week. Oh, nice. Very so, good. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds – dude, I can't wait to try it. These are awesome. Are these mine? No, those aren't yours. Oh. Those mine? are mine. Oh. This one actually came in on yesterday, so this was just in time. I had this one down in my – down to the garage already. I'm going to have to flip you a coin for one of these. And I'll <laughs> flip you. <laughs> so with all the rubs and everything you got going on, somewhere, somehow along the line, you find found time to start a YouTube channel. And not just one YouTube channel, but now two. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a handful. Um, I can't take 100% credit for the second one. Uh, that's a you have you have effort. a partner in that one, and we'll, we'll get we'll get to the second one. But the Swine Life Barbecue YouTube page, how'd you get into doing that? I mean, first of all, I love your setup. I love that <laughs> the barn doors, the stressed wood, it just looks great with the brick wall behind, and you all can always move whatever grill or smoker you're using just right in that one spot and. It's a beautiful setup, first and foremost, and I love it. But what made you want to do that? It was kind of kind of the same thing with the rub. It was the next step in the business. Um, we're no world champion. You know, we hadn't won out one Memphis in May or American Royal, so people didn't know who we were. Um, so it's hard to, you know, promote a product if you're not, you know, somebody that's got that name that really helps them promote their product. Mm. And that was the next thing is just get your face out there, you know, get your brand out there and start growing your brand as much as you could. And YouTube is the number one place to do it. Yep. So I'm terrible in front of a camera. I hate it. Um, my accent with, I don't think I have that. Everybody says it's hard to understand. We don't have accents either. Don't worry about it. It's fine. No. <laughs> but you know, it's just one of the things, you know, you, you get out there and just chase that dream and, you know, put yourself in front of the camera, put yourself in a uncomfortable place because that's the only way you're going to grow. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm good at it now. I mean, I definitely think I'm better than I was two years ago for sure. And it's, we have a good time doing it. We, uh, we have some really good recipes that I try to take and kind of make different to where it's not just your standard recipe and, you know, really play with flavors that, you know, most people may not think of. Mm. Um, and it's it's one of them things. It's fun, and we've had some fails. Don't get me wrong. I've I've cooked a whole brisket for 12, 14 hours and got ready to slice it at the end of the day, and like a dummy, I cut it with the grain. And I was hot about oh. that. The first two slices, I was like, are you serious? 
And I oh. even like notched it because I mean I was like, you know, this is idiot proof. No, it wouldn't. This idiot screwed it up. So been that there. didn't make. <laughs> been there, done that. You just cube it up after, right? Make some burn ends. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, you know, you, you were talking like like some of the recipes. And the one I, I had saw that I absolutely loved was, you know, everybody, you know, does a ribeye and reverse sears a ribeye. You reverse seared this giant T-bone, which it was, good. was fantastic. It was very good. You know, why the T-bone? Just, just to be, like we were talking earlier, thinking outside the box and... Because I saw, oh, a T-bone. I'm like, okay, I'm in on that. It's got a flair on it, too. It's good. It's good cut. It's got a built-in handle, too. Very it underrated does. Very underrated cut of meat. I've uh, always wanted to cook a T-bone standing up on the T, so standing upright. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to put it in a you know offset pit to where you have airflow coming across it. Cook it Oof, standing up. That's awesome. And that was kind of what inspired that. I was like, <clears> we can't <throat> do that. So we're going to do a basic reverse seared. The biggest T-bone I can get my hands on. And I called Kevin down to Butcher Shop, Pensacola. I said, hey, I said, my buddy Brian's in the neck of the woods. I said, he's just going to come by there. Can you cut me just a monster T-bone? He said, how thick you want? I was like, surprise me. And he did. Uh, it was a hoss. <laughs> I think it was right at four, four and a half pounds. Yeah, it was, it was like that. It was, oh, and it's yeah. one of the things, you know, any guy, I'm, I'm, a, I'm guilty of it. You know, you're cooking for your buddies on that weekend, and you go to your local butcher shop, and he's got one, and I was like, cut me one four inches thick. That's fine, but a lot of it, that's all like that's a different cook, you know. You're not just gonna throw that on your Weber kettle and sear it off and it's done, like, yeah, it's, it's a little bit more to it. So, I was yeah. like, you know, I know plenty of my buddies that do that. They'll go to the beer store, they go to the butcher shop, they get the biggest steak they can find in the meat cabinet, and they screw it up. And hey, oh. you know, if we can show cooking a big steak and nailing the donuts through and through, you never know who's gonna have you know, they're cooking that that weekend, you know, they just changed their game on cooking yeah. a thick steak. Now they're like. They can own it, you know. They can go in there and get that big steak and still cook it, you know. Yeah. So, and it was. It had excellent flavor. It was a prime. Um, it had a ton of marbling. It rendered down. It was tender as could be. Mm. Granted, on a big steak like that, you don't have the rub flavor in the middle, but that's yeah. what a finishing rub's for. So, yeah. I mean, make a really good, you know, rosemary, garlic, herb, butter. What yeah. a, you know, use your imagination. But it was a really good cut of beef, and it shined through. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. Now you did you cut it when you reverse seared? Did you or did you uh, reverse sear just the outsides and then cut it right. and then just use a finishing? I left salt? it in its whole form. You left it, it like off. a like a prime rib type of mm-hmm. cut, okay? And then sliced it and kind of dissected it and put it back together where it was kind of shingled and slices with the T bone oh, still yeah. in the middle. Drizzled some butter over it, hit it a little bit more Ooh. grit. It was a good eat, no doubt. Damn. And well, I, I saw one now. coming up. That you have coming out, and I don't didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. Hey, but it's, it's open. It's playing field, we can do it. Peanut butter and jelly sweet potato fry. <laughs> Sounds so delicious. It's interesting. I know. You know, I like interesting the the peanut butter and jelly stuff I've seen on different things, burgers, yeah. wings, but fry, sweet potato fries. That just sounds. Like a good time to count me in on. I was I was skeptical. Um, last, I guess week Fourth of July weekend, me and a buddy of mine, we left out and went to Mentone, Indiana, which is about two hours north of Indianapolis. Um, our good buddy Jay Craig that builds the Outlaw Stick Burners. We went up there and spent the weekend with him and cooked and just had a big time. And he took us to a hamburger joint 
in Warsaw, Indiana called <laughs> Oak and Alley. And they do like real craft burgers that like you really don't think of. Like they had a I forgot exactly what it was called, but it was kind of a twist on a Euro. It had tzatziki sauce and fresh deal on a burger. And it, that's what I got. It was excellent. So one of their appetizers was PB&J sweet potato fries. And I was like, man, I don't know. That just, I don't think I'm going to like that, you know. And they brought it out and I took a <laughs> bite and I was like, oh my God, that works. Like that works yeah. so well. And it had like a real flaky, like sea salt on top. So it had that little salty pop. Okay. And I, we were sitting there at the table, like eating lunch. I was like, this is next week's video. Like, I'm going to do this on the pellet grill. We're going to do this. Yeah. And I kind of put my twist on it. Like, instead of just a regular jelly, which they'd done some kind of wine reduction jelly, which was really good. I took um, three fresh jalapenos and diced them up and sauteed them and folded that into strawberry jelly. So it was like a jalapeno strawberry jelly. And it Stop. worked. It was my wife was like, This is the worst idea you ever had. And she sat there and ate half the tray with me. So it was very good. But it's the perfect sweet and savory. That's great. You know, it's, yeah. It's one of them things, it just works. It's nothing that I would ever think about or go out of the way to order, but it was a good bite. It's like C Mac and his brisket ice cream. Brisket ice cream. You just wouldn't it. think it worked, that but it did. Brisket. And ice cream uh, go together. You had to send me a sample for me to buy. Oh, oh. dude, it's it's Mark. If I can figure out a way to get it down to you in <laughs> still in one piece, yeah. in it any works. Form, it does. It weirdly it works. works, dude. It, it so is it actual meat or yeah, yeah. chopped yeah. chopped so brisket? Actual- full packer. Take the fat out. Chop it real fine. Mix the flat and the point together, and it just it's it's frozen, but there's no. Fat really that's float frozen. Yeah. It's just the meat no, yeah, and it's fine, but you, you get it and you're like, huh, brisket. You get brisket in your teeth, stuck in your teeth while you eat ice cream. It's the most bizarre experience. Oh, it, it throws you that head I've ever had. Yeah, your brain has no idea what's going on. You get the smoke in there and he mixes in some uh caramel and some barbecue sauce, but it's very, very faint and you can barely know it's there, but you but you do know it's there and, and it's sweet cream ice cream that they use. Even better. And it just works. It, just it does works. So that could be the dessert to your peanut butter and jelly sweet potato fries, brisket that's ice cream a, dessert. That's a new one. I, I've never heard of that. <laughs> we, uh, we have a little local ice cream shop that does kind of not that far out crazy flavors, but they do some pretty crazy stuff like yeah. a balsamic vinegar and strawberry, uh, which I love. I just uh, bought a, I just bought a uh, strawberry balsamic vinegar in a, in a hickory smoke balsamic vinegar at a specialty store recently. And, Vinegar and balsamic, uh, strawberry and balsamic go fantastic hand hand. together. Yep. Yes, it's it is like excellent. never even know. Oh, interesting. Brisket ice cream. I'm gonna have to write that one down. Brisket ice cream. Write that went down for sure. Yep, but, absolutely. Uh, I wanted to get to the other channel because we're kind of coming to the close. We got a minute or two but before Christy uh, starts to throw sh- uh, stuff so at us. Your so. other <laughs> channel that you've partnered up with a certain somebody friend of yours. I found very interesting because we've seen a lot of, you know, review uh, videos throughout the barbecue community. And this channel is basically strictly for reviews of different products. Right. And, and it's it's one of the things that we really don't know where this channel is going to go. The channel's called Out the Smoke. It's me and Malcolm Reed, for those that don't know. Um, it did start out as a review channel, but it's one of these things to where, hey, if we come up with an idea to try that's where we're going to do it. You know, if it's not necessarily a recipe, that's where we can share our experience. And 
we filmed a bunch last week and we got some pretty good ones to come out that I think everybody's going to enjoy. Um, kind of similar to your hot ones challenge, but our version of it, um, we'll probably might blow a few grills up if something don't go our way. Uh, we got a couple pounds of tanner night on, on deck just in case. Oh, uh, now you're talking. <laughs> so it's fun. just one we can have fun on, be ourselves and, you know, try new things and, you know, just exp- expand the brand again. You know, that's the biggest thing is get our faces out there in front of people and, you know, get, it allows you to meet people, meet y'all and have a good time doing it. So Absolutely. I'm anxious to see where that channel goes in a year from now because it's definitely changed past really quick in the last few months. Yep. And next year, I can't imagine where it's going to be. Yeah. It's just a well, year. Sure. You guys are somewhere around 7,000, I think, uh, subscribers or something like that. Last November – and I think we're fisting, should be creeping up on 8,000 or right there at 7,000. I hadn't looked this week, but it's, it's doing less pretty than good. That's a year. That's absolutely amazing, dude. Wow. Fantastic. Congratulations well, on Mark, that. Mark, thank you so <clears throat> much, like you said, for taking the time out. Where can everybody find you on social media? Where can they go to uh, pick up uh, all your rubs and everything? So we're Swine Life BBQ. Uh, that's going to be on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok now, which I can't believe I'm doing that, but it's fun doing that. you got to do the TikTok. Uh, and uh, so you can find our rubs on swinelifebbq.com, uh, howtobarbecuerite.com. There's a ton of wholesalers across the country that um, we're blessed to have them carry our product, and we appreciate everybody's support, and we appreciate you having me, man. I had a good time today. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank, like I said, Same thank here. you so much. It was a pleasure. But we're going to close this out. Hang on one second. We'll jump, we'll jump right back in with you. Yes, sir. But awesome. Wow. Great guy. Awesome guy. Awesome guy. Like I said, I love it. The recipes he's doing is, is phenomenal. Definitely. Definitely give that. Get, definitely give, um, give Mark a follow. Check him out. Check his videos It'll out. It'll be well worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, Try speaking of rubs. another thing. You and I did a podcast with our brothers, Randy and Junior Salinas. Yes. The other day, the Damn That's Good podcast. Yes. Which yep. dropped yesterday. Mm-hmm. So go check that out. Yep. That was a great time. Great a lot guys. of laughs. Oh. You know, that the, the Damn Good podcast, it's G-U-D. Yes. You know, for the yep. search. It'll probably come up with you do straight good. But yeah, yeah. Give them a follow. They're, they're doing great things with Salinas. their podcast. Big Love Salinas. It. And next week. Mm. Talk e- to me, Johnny. Everyone's favorite uncle. Oh, yeah. Uncle Stevie. Oh, my guy's going to be uh, here. He has something. Is he going to be here? He's been playing. He's coming in here? No, imagine. Uh, oh, my God. I'd give so him a cool. big hug. If, but he's he couldn't got, imagine. I'd be like, Uncle Stevie. He's got a, He'd a new hug me, little huh? project working. <laughs> Oh, he does, does he? Yes. So okay. They, okay. Uh, I, I think they got sent out today, so we'll we'll, we'll have them soon by the end of love the week, surprises. probably. But uh, but yeah, awesome Good episode. Stuff. Yeah. Great, Uncle Steve's next week. Yep. And uh, well, that's it, brother. That's it. I got a big cook coming up this weekend, and we can talk all about it next week. Mm-hmm. One hundred fifty people coming up on Woo. Saturday. Oh yeah, baby. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. What? Well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You'll have all our episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, find us at all the links down in the description below. Yep. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Oh, yeah. Uh, can't thank you guys for enough 
for all the support you give us. 100%. Week in, week out. We love you guys. We love you guys. But uh, until next week. Yeah. Till next week. Keep Keep the the smoke rolling. rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.